Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Watch Radio 929 Game. 92.9 Game.com. Let's go, kid. Was a friend of mine. popping up. And- <laughs> Sorry about that. On this uh, this Sunday morning, it's the thirteenth day of August. Good morning, Georgia. Morning, and a good morning to you folks at Stonecrest. Stonecrest boys, look at those trees down, man. Man, they can't see nothing. It's just TV. Okay, well, people who know, I that. know we talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah that, that thing hit that minivan and clipped wow. the back end of it. Wow, they're gonna need a paint job. They more than just a paint job. Wow, and uh, well, good morning, everyone, and hope that you know none of this has happened where you live. Absolutely. What you got to say about them folks in Stonecrest? Oh, Stonecrest. They're waiting, oh. they waiting for your nugget. When I mention the city, they're sitting back patiently. Oh, what's Sam going to say about us? Stonecrest. Hey, man, Stonecrest is right there on the edge of the county. It's the last stop, I think, before you go over in, into uh, Rockdale County. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's right, 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 up, against, right up against the. Way out there. Well, yeah, on the east side. Around of the town. corner from the, uh, near, near the Green High School, uh, which would be Arabia Mountain. You remember, you remember Cliff Livingston? Yeah, I seem to remember him having some some pets that were trained out there. Yeah, another buddy of mine had some Rottweilers, and I think Cliff uh, he uh, he had some dogs too. And it was a guy out there who trained him. And I think of Rockdale County. I think of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Levinson. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shout We'll be talking about NBA with, with 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 <laughs> Terrell coming up here in a bit. Terrell Thomas will join us from D's Urban Times. Yeah. The uh, 2023 class the NBA Hall of Famers went in yesterday. To get his thoughts on that. He's from Philly. Obviously, he got probably got something to say about them, and nobody really cares other than him and other folks from Philly, but what? James Harden and that whole deal was yeah. pulled off the table. They, they all focused on the Eagles right yeah. now. Exactly, as well they, they all should. focused on the Eagles, man. And um, <laughs> also find out what's going on with the Hawks, too. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sam. Oh, oh. On this day. On this day. And this will take you back. Mm-hmm. You know what was started on this day? On this in day. The, at the Chicago Coliseum. Chicago Coliseum. Now, where was that? Well, it was in Chicago. Yeah, but I mean, where was the Chicago Coliseum? I don't know. What side you don't of town know? It is. I would imagine it's you near supposed to know side. stuff like that this. That thing has been gone for so long. So I, I, I don't mean nothing. I, I know what pun- know. I know what Punston Leon Park was. I never went to a game there. Okay, I know where Punston Leon Park is across the street. Are. It's across the street from Punt City Market. I didn't go to the Coliseum. Across there, where that Home Depot and everything used to be a baseball stadium. Okay, 
I okay. don't know where the Coliseum is. So okay. Does that mean I lose my Chicago card? Yeah, a little bit. No, it don't mean nothing. Yeah, it does. It got, that's a, when you come from a city with 11 million people, so, you, you can't keep everything in check. Yo, you know what landmarks to, are? You know, we're here in, in Atlanta, which yeah, was 1.5 at the time no, when that thing was here. Landmarks, you know. But, but big this wasn't a landmark, place. though. This was just well, a building. It? it was just a – I'll tell you, because you're burying the lead. That's why they stuck it in this place, because it wasn't a very big place. Okay. Roller derby began. Okay. That's Frankie Mullen. No, it became a big deal, but not when it started. Dude, this this thing started when? Hang on a second. Nineteen thirty-five. Okay. Okay. Al Capone was still with us. Okay. Okay. He probably went. He might have gone. He but. probably got an idea of what to do. Do to some Actually, guys. I think he was gone in thirty-five. But you anyway, know, yeah, I gave him some ideas of what to do. Yeah, I get him out there on some skates. Oh. We come over there and we're pounding. <laughs> we give him the business. <laughs> Did you ever watch that roller derby? Heck yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I actually went to see it live once. What was that movie? They had a movie with Rockell Welsh, man. Rollerball. When they rollerball, James Conn. Well, that was James Conn. Remember that one? But there was another one. Kansas early City on. Bomber. That name of the, That's, that sounds like yeah, a team. Yeah, yeah. Frankie Balladeras or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. One yeah, of them dudes. Yeah. But that was, was fun stuff to watch. I was going, was a little, looking at them girls and them tight and stuff, Man. and I'd never seen nothing like that before. <laughs> I never saw anything like that before. Come on. <laughs> Young folks. Yeah, Look man. at them, man. Mm-hmm. Bumping around like Anyway, roller yeah. derby started on this day, and, and to be a little bit more mainstream sports. At his 42nd birthday, on his 42nd birthday, mm-hmm. Satchel Paige pitched his first complete game. Really? In the majors. Yes. In, in the majors. In the majors. Okay. Yeah, and all yeah, that no, stuff no, he did before no, that. Don't, he, at, I mean, at that age, yeah. came in and dominated the way he did. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phew. Anyway, uh, again, Terrell's coming up here. We're going to actually we're gonna turn things over to Eric later on this hour. Yeah. Find out what's going on in his world. But, Mr. Crenshaw, top of the 7 o'clock hour, as always, we turn things over to you. Yeah, we got several places we're going to go here. We're going to start, first of all, with all the games coming up next week. For the Gorky Kell uh, Dave Hunter Kickoff Classic, we just heard from Coach Daniel Bruner and Walton. Run down the list once again. It all starts Wednesday, August 16th at Kell High School, 430 North Atlanta versus Johns Creek. The nightcap will be Parkview versus Kale at 8 o'clock. You'll hear that game here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, Thursday, August 17th, they'll be playing at West Forsyth High School, North Forsyth and Archer, the, the 430 game, 8 o'clock game, Cherokee Bluff against West Forsyth. You will hear that game here. On Sports Radio 929 the game. Uh, on Friday, you got three games in two locations. Uh, that's the 18th, 2 p.m. Uh, Mount Pisgah at Fellowship Christian, and then at Rome's Barron Stadium, 5:30, Creekside versus Kennesaw Mountain. The late game there, 8:30 p.m. will be cast against Rome. And then Saturday, all four games you will get to versus Norcross at 10 o'clock. The one o'clock game, Brookwood against McEachin, 4 p.m. North Gwinnett versus Mill Creek. And of course, the last game. Uh, scheduled for a 7 o'clock start, Walton against Grayson. Those are your games this year for the Corky Kell Dave Hunter kickoff classic. Uh, another football note uh, that happened this week, in case you missed it, uh, Georgia Tech has an agreement, multi-decade partnership with uh, Hyundai, and they're going to rename the field uh, at, at, at Bobby Dodge Stadium for Hyundai. They make that agreement. A lot of money going there. He's, you know, you know, development, got a new dedication electric, vehicle battery plant uh, down in uh, Bryan County, Georgia. So there's a lot of that, a lot of investments being made there. So uh, they're going to be involved with Bobby Dodge Stadium, and the field will be named for Hyundai. And that was announced okay. this week. You know, where they, you know what? They, they jobs, they jobs, uh, and they, well, they're right there side by side with Kia if you're going down, you're going down 85. And so a lot, of, a lot of jobs down that way. A lot of cars people are driving may not know are made here in the state. 
So they got a big partnership between Georgia Tech. Probably got a lot of Tech alums working down there, too. So that's the comment for them. Uh, Atlanta Dream having a nightmarish road trip. Um, had, a, had a big lead and lost and only scored seven points in their first game of this trip. Um, they were playing up in Seattle. Playing the Seattle Sparks yesterday, they had the lead. And second half, things just kind of fall apart again, and they lose 85-74. L.A. Sparks, uh, 85-74 against the L.A. Sparks. Um, man, disappointing finish for this game. You had Cheyenne Parker and, and Ryan Howard with, eight, with 17 points each in a losing effort. And um, let's hear from Coach. Tell of two halves. Um, you know, did, did a decent job in the first half. Um, second half didn't come out with the same focus and um, energy and intensity that we needed in order to win the game. Give a lot of credit to um, to LA. They did a really good job of um, speeding us up and making us, um, you know, play a little chaotic. Wow, Coach Denisha Wright, and um, she's the coach of the, the of the month, the month of July for the WBA, and now the record uh, for the Dream is is back to 500 at 15 and 15 and the games are winding down and they got a tough assignment today. They got to go into Las Vegas and take on um, the aces. It's just the uh, dominant team in the WNBA. So uh, they played well against them. Last time they played them, you take your foot off the pedal for just a little while against that team. And all of a sudden they're, they're, they're dominating you. And that's what you can't do. They're going to have to somehow, you know, summon an effort after a couple of heartbreaking losses uh, to go into Vegas and try to get a win today. Uh, to finish up this road trip on a positive note. It'll be a very, very tough assignment, but that is what's coming up today for the Atlanta Dream. Let's see if they can get that done. And that's what we got for now. I can't talk now, man. My own computer right. just, it just, it's just frozen. What's wrong? Fro- I, can't, I can't get nothing. Oh, you got freezing computers. What's I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on here, man. Yeah. And I can't, I can't continue. I guess I'll what? What? Home. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't that be the case if that, my computer work? I guess I have to go home. That's not good, man. No, it ain't. And it's, it's, it's acting all, you know, crazy, and there's no reason for it, too. I just reset it and all that sort of stuff, but I don't know. Um, you said we didn't get a chance to ask we Coach We didn't get a chance to ask that. Coach about video review. Yeah, but what, what did you expect him to say? Well, I don't That's, know. He's going to be one, among the first coaches that we get a chance to, to uh My to thing is, what, what, how do you keep these dudes motivated on the edge when it's that last game. And here's the other thing, too. Not only is it the last game, but then you got something crazy. What would happen if the other one goes into overtime? Which game? You know, the, the, the Mill Creek and Gwinnett, North Gwinnett. That's you know what, what we're saying. saying. Sitting... They, they, they could be a couple of them to go to overtime. That's what I mean. Or, or in this day and age where, you know, high school reflects college and pro where you're just throwing the ball a lot, that's stopping the clock more so than just the ground and pound where you're running the game and the game is over an hour and a half. You know, you, you so that, that's the other part that lends itself to games going long. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. As we have discussed on the NFL level about the demise of the running back position, mm-hmm. as you've made your way around the various high school programs, do you see that still the case? In other words, we have running backs being prepped on the high school level to make it to the college level, knowing what's in store for them if they were to go to the pros. No, because everything is so spread out. And even though they may be running backs, they get to run the ball – they're, they're catching the ball is something that's very much a part of the ask, especially at the, at the. So we've seen a lot of hybrids at, at the 
at the higher classifications of class. We're talking about the bigger schools. Right. Now, if you get to the smaller schools, yeah, they probably just you, you, they're, they're still they're still doing a lot of that. Running. So you're talking about the athletes at the the, the higher programs. Well, get. not just that, just the way you're able to run your your program. If you got athletes and you got guys, especially at a place like a Walton, now you got good running back. He's got good running back out there. Right. As we're coming back. But they're known for putting the ball up and moving the ball around and spreading it around, and that's the thing that attracts the college coaches because they want guys who are, you know, being being prepped that way in high school. And so that's one of the things about at the higher classifications, you got more specialization. You got guys who just play in one position, whereas at a smaller school, you got guys going both ways. You right, you got got fewer guys to play. I, I you know, I was reminded of that by talking to a number of coaches and say, hey, coach, how was your spring? He said, well, we got smaller, we're a smaller classification. We don't do spring football because we got our guys running track. We got our guys playing baseball. We got, you know what I mean? And so they don't do spring football. Um, So when you get to a smaller enrollment place, you're probably going to see them running offense. It might be a little more simpler, maybe not throwing it as much. If you're going to see somebody break records for running, that's where it will happen at a single-A school, not at one of the the, the I just keep wondering what the trickle-down effect is going to be of that. If somebody's mentality is I'm trying to get to the league and I'm a running back, where do I? You're gonna watch. You're gonna watch. You're gonna watch our guy that we're gonna have here in Atlanta. You're gonna watch Bijan Robinson and see how the Falcons use him. You got you got the different things that he that he's gonna be asked to do. I'm not talking about this year or even next year. I'm talking about moving forward as the overall. You're gonna watch that and know that's what you're gonna have to do. Yeah, but he dude, he's still gonna be one contract into his career. He's not gonna get those running backs, whether it's him or not. Yeah, we saw what. Would Saquon, Saquon Barkley had to okay. go through, and he's a star. Okay. Okay. We've seen some of the other running back. What's the name is still holding out there in Indianapolis? Okay, Jonathan Taylor. Right. My point is, when we, it'll happen over a period of time, I believe. I'm just wondering what it's going to look like and where that talent will try to to maneuver to. Will it be a quarterback? Was it if I learn how to be a quarterback and I can already run the ball? Maybe that gets me there quicker. Uh, Maybe I become a tight end. I don't know that everybody will continue as they ascend through high school and college. The top athletes only. Those are the only ones I'm talking about. The smaller schools you're talking about, yeah, they they're gonna maybe though they're not trying to make it to the league. Maybe they're just trying to get a college education. Yeah. So they're trying to get that. In other words, that actually may become as prevalent given what we're talking about in this particular position, not being as coveted as it once was. And how will that affect the lower class talent coming up? Will they change? Will they want to play basketball? You know what I mean? No, I think I, I'm just asking, I think, and I don't know. I think know. if they're good at that game, that's the game they're going to gonna gravitate toward. I think, you know, the opportunity, you will, like you said, to get the college education, you have to do some some morphing and some changing mm-hmm. as the, the position evolves. You want to play it at the higher level because that's what's, hap- that's what's happening. Okay. I, again, I was just, I, I'm just thinking this through here. Yeah. I got a good one for our next guest. Ooh. Somebody did something. It was an all-time great in the NBA, but he did it on this day and had nothing to do with basketball. Ooh. We should get a lunch for that tease, right? How about that? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com. <laughs> Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sam's played it, right? Basketball season's over with. It's real time. It's his own intro. I'm taking care of business. Woman, can't you see? Really, before we ask about him, yeah, how the kids doing? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's all Morning, we care about, man. right? Morning. Yeah, how the kids doing? How you doing, Jarrell? 
Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing well. Great to be back with you guys. Great to be back. How's everything? I didn't ask you about you. I asked you about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> how the little people? Yeah, that's the ones we care about. And how are their teams well, doing? They're, they're doing well. They actually uh, they go, they start back in school tomorrow, so they're excited about that. So it's, it's been a wind-down weekend, so we can get back in the, you know, the mode of education and early mornings and such. This is like the last – what county are they in? I, I'm going to put your address out there, but I thought everybody was back to school. No, uh, they're in Fulton County, but they go to a private school. They go okay. to a, a, so they, so their school doesn't start till Monday. But okay. they're it's, it's it's still in the Fulton County area. Okay, okay, okay. I know I know Pace got they, they went back. They're yeah, well, a lot of went folks over to, to the castle now. for the first time. Oh, did you? Yeah, man, I was right. in the castle there. Shout out to um, Mr. Azoff there. All right, Azoff, Red. Anyway, hey Terrell, you ready for this? Before we get into this all this basketball stuff and the Hall of Famers. I'm going to mention a name to you. Tell me what you know about this name. And then a curveball will happen. Dave DeBuscher. I have heard that name before, but I do not know. I I, I don't know what the significance is today. No, 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 no. no. You ain't got to worry about what happened today. What do you know of the name? Dave DeBuscher. Okay, let me just help you out there a little bit. And it's before your time, actually, maybe yeah. before Sam and I. But it's still, no, it, but people me, talk about, remember. you know, Bill Russell, and that was before his time, too. He knows yeah. all about Bill Russell. Dave DeBusher played for the New York Knicks. He was an okay. all-time great New York Knick. I believe he was on the team that won the last championship for the Knicks with Phil Jackson and, and Clyde and all them boys. Dave DeBusher, you ready? He pitched a shutout today against the Cleveland Indians on this date. Yep, he's also a baseball player. <laughs> he was also a baseball player. Yeah. So we talk about our two two sport athletes. You know, everybody wants to start with Bo and Dion, and and let's not forget Brian Jordan, who cons- who considers himself the Rodney Dangerfield of, of two sport athletes. athletes. We love us a Brian Jordan, right? But Dave DeBusher played for the Knicks and was a Major League Baseball pitcher too. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. Insignificant information. <laughs> yeah, but on this day in '63, he threw a uh, shutout against the Indians. Can you name one of those players, Sam, that were on the Indians team? Which Indian team now? Indians. 63. 63? Yeah. Wow. Me either. <laughs> I can't. The only one that came to mind, which was back in the 40s, was Larry Doby. Oh, uh, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm Rocky Calavito. Wow. I, 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 I would throw that one out. You don't know for sure. Well, I, just don't, I don't either, but it still sounded good to me. Yeah, I think. I think <laughs> it I, sounded I think, good to I think me, he, man. I think he would be. Man, we, we, we thought, we, this is Hall of Fame weekend for basketball. And, um. Well, what does this weekend mean to you, someone who really covers around the NBA and a lot uh, when they get to the Hall of Fame weekend? What's it like for you, Terrell? It's, it, it, it has been great, and especially for this class. Just kind of paying homage not only to the game, but the players who have meant so much to the game and contributed so much to the game. Of course, uh, it seems uh, the Dwayne Wade, Tony Parker uh, were some of the two that actually led this particular class. But just paying homage to those who have entertained us, who have given blood, sweat, and tears to the game. So it's great to see certain folks, you know, get get the respect and be be instant in history forever. So that that's what I would definitely say it, it means to me, and especially this weekend seeing so many players in which I grew up watching uh, be inducted into the Hall of Fame was very special. How do you feel about the significance of of Pop's career, Greg Popovich, and what he did? Because it was something that was said out loud yesterday that is, you know, people who follow the sport acknowledge it, but when you say it out loud again. For somebody who has the resume, you know, when you talk about Red Auerbach, you talk about Phil Jackson, you talk about Pat Riley, those are the three you go to initially. Then you think about, oh, yeah, there's Pop. He got five rings. 
And you think about him as a great coach. I brought this up yesterday to Sam. I was trying to think of his identity. When you think of those other guys, you, you, know, you can sort of grasp a little bit of their identity and what kind of coaches they were and the players they had with them. I don't know that I can easily say that about Pop and, and what he did, other than meshing international personalities together. I don't know that that's his legacy. I think his legacy also is that he was a pioneer in that, giving Becky Hammond that opportunity too. When I think of that guy, I, I, I have to say, in my personal opinion, one of the greatest coaches, one of the greatest leaders in sports of all time, and, and, and for the reasons in which you just highlighted. When we look at the game of basketball now, and I would almost uh, uh, beg to argue with someone that it is so much more internationally driven when we think of the superstars, the Lucas, the Giannis, maybe someone that we'll have here in Atlanta in a few weeks in the Pascal Siakam and such. Greg Popovich was one of the forefront, as you mentioned, who combined or messed that NBA game with Manu Ginobili, with uh, with Tim Duncan being from the islands and not necessarily being born on, on uh, U.S. U.S. soil as far as the 50 states are concerned, or Tony Parker, who was also inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then as you just mentioned, Becky Hammond, and giving her an opportunity to really let her knowledge and IQ in the game of basketball shine. He, he just seems to end all his efforts with Team USA basketball as well. He just seems to be one of the greatest leaders, in my opinion, uh, that we've seen certainly in, in the last 50 years, but I think overall in American sports history. And when you look at a small market like San Antonio, it's not, as, as you just mentioned earlier a moment ago, a, a New York Knicks or the Los Angeles Lakers or a Sixers, the Celtics, a, a, a prime market for, for sports or basketball. With him putting that city and putting that franchise on his back, I, I, I just think, you know, I, I have to tip my hat to him. When you, when you hear of other players in the league, whether they played for him directly or not, uh, they just they, they, they love and respect what he's contributed to the game and the leadership in which he's exhibited through the game. So when I, when I think of Greg Popovich, Coach Pop, definitely for certain one of the greatest leaders in which we've seen in American sports history. Yeah, folks, spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Terrell Thomas. And as always, we we'll say he is social. Uh, he is available. You can always find him on the Twitter or the X, whatever you call it today, uh, at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Talk about the foreign influence on the NBA. Somewhere up above, um, David Stern is smiling, a big wide grin. When you think about, you know, Gasol, Parker, Nubinsky going in in one Hall of Fame class. Yeah, I like how the NBA did that as well, too. I think that, you know, there was some strategy behind that with those players all going in together. But it does just show what David Stern was trying to develop when he when he formed a dream team back in the 80s and such and just branding the NBA overseas over in China over in Spain over over in Europe as as a whole and we see that reflected as I just mentioned a moment ago in today's game with so many international stars and even just the international talent throughout the Olympics ramping up there was a time in which Team USA would just kind of run through uh, competition and such and we see different teams over the last few years or over the last, I'll say uh, four to eight years, really picking up that intensity. As we mentioned, our, our, our last MVPs over the last few years with the Joker, Nikolai Jokic just winning the MVP and having Giannis win the MVP and such. And with Luca being such a highly regarded talent in our game today, it just shows that David Stern was able to take our game and really expand it internationally. And it shows that the international players love for the game of basketball, how they've committed in their different countries to really perfecting the game, becoming masters in the craft of the game of basketball. And we're seeing that when we get to see these games take place now. So I I love it. Uh, I love to see how the game is expanding. And I'm interested to see just how much more 
It will expand internationally over the next decade. Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We've got the, right off the rip, the kids are doing fine. So that's the important stuff that's behind us. Yeah. Uh, I almost want to ask him, all right, I will, because the news came out yesterday that uh, Philadelphia is shutting down any trade talks for James Harden. Uh, most of us don't give a you-know-what about this dude, but that's your hometown, that's your team. So what were your thoughts when you heard that they're not going, they're going to keep this dude? I really wasn't surprised, quite honestly, because I, and I do feel like we may have spoke on this. I didn't. I really didn't see a, a scenario in which James Harden will be traded. I know that him and, and Daryl Morey were kind of having some beef, we'll say, as the summertime began. But when those for, for two gentlemen like that who have a business history, I thought it had to be an ideal situation on both sides. And we kept hearing about the Clippers' possibilities of him being traded there, the possibilities of him returning to Houston. And I just when I when I was hearing these different scenarios, I didn't see a, a situation where the Sixers are still, whether they will or not, they're still championship. They still have championship uh, aspirations. They still want to try to get the best out of Joel Embiid while he's there. And I was hearing, you know, franchises speak on wanting to get Tyrese Maxey and Dale. It just didn't seem like there would be any team across the board in our game that would be able to really offer the Sixers a legitimate star outside of Dame Lillard. For James Harden, and I don't, th- I don't think the Blazers would have wanted an aging James Harden at this point. So I, I think it was a smart move on the behalf of the Sixers. It'll be interesting to see how it does play out because I do believe if James Harden isn't really committed there emotionally, it, it, it could bring on some drama as the season progresses. But I hope they find a way to get it done because I, I do believe – I don't know if they can actually win a championship with the roster as it's currently constructed in Philadelphia, but I, I would like to see them running back and see what James Harden is. Joel and B could do with with one another with with a full season under their belt. So again, no 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 real surprise there. And unless the team really throws out you know some type of great deal before the season starts, I see James Harden in a 76ers uniform the entire season. Well, Terrell, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm not going to jump in with a question. This is actually for both of y'all because as he was talking about Joel and B, then we want to talk about the Hawks. Didn't he and Trey get married on the same day? I know it was the same weekend. I'm not uh, okay. in, 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 that, in, in that same time span. So I don't, I'm not quite sure if it's the same day. But, yeah, both was, of those gentlemen are. Yeah. They, so we're close <laughs> by, right? Yes, indeed. Close. Yes, indeed. They're bringing to the Hawks. This week we found out about the Hawks' preseason schedule. You mentioned the fact, the fact that there's still a possibility that a deal may be made for a certain player who's been playing in Toronto. What are you hearing about that? And what do you think about the Hawks' preseason, which, which includes uh, at least one contest down at the Gateway Center? Yeah, I, mean, I am interested to see how the Hawks preseason starts just with uh, now, as I mentioned, with Hart and Embiid having a full season with with Murray and Trey having another season under their belt and really forming the chemistry. I like, some, I, I like what the Hawks did as far as the draft is concerned, but I'm really interested to see if they do pull the trigger. Of course, we've all heard rumors and speculations about Pascal Siakam and him, the possibility of joining our Atlanta Hawks. I think the Hawks will somehow find a way to get that done. And I think that will uh, uh, greatly improve what the Hawks have going on here. And then they may have to give up the likes of a DeAndre Hunter or A.J. Griffin and some picks. But I, I, I really do believe in this next week or so that uh, we, we may be discussing that uh, Pass Al Siakam is a new, a new member of the Atlanta Hawks. Now, he's been kind of timid so far. He's looking for a max deal, I know, with the Toronto Raptors. And if he is traded, he won't be able to get the max money in which he – wants to receive and he you know kind of hinted at the fact that if a team does trade for him there's no guarantee in which he'll resign with them this offseason when he'll be eligible to be a free agent so i think that does give 
that that does raise a bit of a red flag for our Hawks. But I, I think they'll find a way to get it done, and I think that'll be a very fascinating lineup where we can find a way to get Siakam in a Hawks jersey. You know, we, we spent a good bit of time at the beginning of last season and then throughout the first part of it talking about chemistry and mainly the Hawks' backcourt. Hindsight being twenty twenty right now, and you talk about speculation of who could be coming in here, and as we spent most of the season talking about chemistry, that's a whole other conversation. But now looking back, how do you feel about this Hawks' backcourt? I love it. I love the additions that have been made. I think the addition of Patty Mills coming off the bench, and even a, a Wesley Matthews. I was a little skeptic after uh, finding out about, you know, picking up Wesley Matthews, an older guard in our backcourt, and what that may mean for, like, a Kobe Bufkin, who probably will, will spend his first few uh, at least his first few months in the NBA as a member of the Skyhawks versus actually being on our Hawks team. But I, I, I really like DeJounte and Trey, and I really hope that they find a way to truly mess this season. Maybe with Trey being off the ball more, DeJounte actually playing the point, playing the one position. But then when you have Patty Mills as a seasoned veteran coming off of the bench, I really like our backcourt this, this upcoming season and the possibilities in which uh, we'll, we'll be in front of them. I'm impressed with that, too. want to see that. Want to see what mostly what we do to fill the void, you know, with with John Collins' departure. Want to see what happens with that, and you know, some, some people like Sadiq Bay who joined the team. Where do we see him fitting in his contribution with this team going forward? He would show us some games, great potential. How do we get him to be consistent in that role? I think that's the whole thing still with this team: chemistry and consistency. Yeah, I, I really could see Sadiq possibly being a, a starter this season for the Hawks, and. And, you know, ramping up some more minutes, I think we'll be able to see more from him. I think he's really a 3-and-D player, highly intelligent basketball player coming out of Villanova. He shoots the three-ball fairly well, um, but a, a great hustle player. I see him making big plays on defense, rebounding. He won't have the same scoring impact in which John Collins has had in, in previous moments with the Atlanta Hawks. Not, not as much of a high flyer as Collins, but I do believe he can do a little more all-around than John did. Uh, John, of course, wasn't a great three-point shooter. He would certainly put the three-ball three shots up. Uh, he would certainly try to do his things on defense. But I, I think Sadiq will be inserted into that starting lineup, and we'll see some great things from him as well. All right, man. Well, hope that something else comes up uh, before the season starts so we can bring you back on here. It was great to catch up with him, man. Yeah, man. I mean, so much of him, the kids. It's all about the kids. <laughs> right? He's bopping around different time zones throughout the summer with him. I know it was Florida and all of he went to Chicago for a minute. Yeah, well, he, he gets around, he gets around, he gets around. Yeah, he got sparks coming off his heels. Anyway, Terrell, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thank you as always, buddy, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, great talking with you, gentlemen. Have a phenomenal week. There you go. That is Terrell Thomas joining us. Uh, again, coming up top of the hour, you've heard him in his, ver- his commercials for years here at the station, pretty, pretty much since the doors opened. Well, the man himself is going to join us at 8 o'clock, Jaron Solomon. From Solomon Brothers Jewelry will be joining us to talk sports, his Bulldogs, and a little competition that he is involved in. Want to find out how he did. That is all coming up. But up next, it is Eric's World. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Can't talk before that. Sam Craig, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On this 13th day of August, it's a Sunday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend mornings. Saturday and Sundays. Absolutely. We'll be back next Saturday as your opening act for Corky Kelt. Well, at least yeah. the, the, with the Saturday With the biscuits and gravy game. Yeah. We'll get started. <laughs> and we got a weird uh, ending time. Yeah. 
Just mi- it's kind of like a T. I call it a TBS anytime. Yeah, five minutes before the top of the hour. Yeah, you got to go a little, <laughs> doing a little pregame, doing a little pregame to get you into that first game at ten o'clock. All right. Anyway, it is seven forty ish or so, and it is time to turn things over. He rejoined us yesterday for the first time. Been a while, Eric Slaughter. It is time for your world. What is going on in it? Uh-oh. You know, guys, first off, like I said, it's been eight months since we worked together. So happy to be back with you guys. Yep. And, Greg, I talk about you all the time. I talk I, about I've you. heard. Everybody talks about me. There's never anything nice. That's okay. Oh, no, man, it is well. nice, though. No, no, I got man, come on skin. now. Wait a minute. It's, it's always yeah, nice when I talk about you. About and you. one of the things I say about you all the time is that I really commend and I talk about this great relationship you have with your dad because you talk about it all the time on air. Okay, thank okay. you. Yep, and um, it reminds me of a relationship I have with a special someone in my life. She is my first. She is my last. Mm-hmm. She is my everything. And that is my mom. Okay. Right. Now, you know, of course, I haven't been with you guys for eight months, but you know I listen to you every morning. I'm usually on my way to the ball field, and I'm listening to Sam Gregg. And yep. with Max, you know, I trained Max so well. We miss Max already. Max would always talk about relationship with his mom. With his mom I was yeah. listening that morning when you said, Greg, you want his mom to be your ma- or your English tutor or well, something did, like that. She would call up. Well, she would c- contact him and yeah. tell him when he had. He would misspell stuff. Yeah. Grammatic yeah. errors. Yeah. yeah. She's out. Man. So, yeah, I figure I can give me a teacher Grammar on my police. side. The and police. Sam and I both come from. Mothers who were teachers. Yeah. Really? Grammar yes. police. Okay. Well, yep. you know, I think we all know how special moms are to us, oh, right? Yeah, okay. Now, uh, this Eric's world is more of an Eric and family world. Okay. okay. Because this is a special day in the Slaughter family. Okay. okay? And we're going to do a little something special on this segment. So, uh, celebrating her 75th birthday this morning. Outstanding. Is Outstanding. the Mother? matriarch of the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got me getting a little teary out of here. All right, man. Happy birthday but to mom. Birthday I got mom. some people that are going to join me okay. to wish her happy birthday. You guys, you know, give me a little leeway here? Sure. Man, Absolutely. So Ooh. first up, we're going to start with the big sis. Okay. Big sis Kim. Uh, welcome to Sports Radio 99 Game, Kim, and uh, please wish our mom a happy birthday. Kim, I know you're there. I told you not going anywhere, Kim. Oh, there she is. Kim, can and you hear I me? I want you to know how much you mean to me, and I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Have a wonderful 75th. Kim, do that one more time. You were down a little bit. Start roll for me one more time, Kim. Sure. Mom, Linda, I'm wishing you a happy birthday. I want you to know how much you mean to me and how grateful I am to have you in my life. Have a wonderful 75th. Thank you, Big Sis Kim. All right, we're going to go right right down the line. Big Brother Timothy, Big Bro Tim, please wish Mom a happy birthday. Good morning, good morning. Morning. Love you, Mama. Happy 75th birthday. I know I've been a headache in your life your whole 30, 40, 50 years I've been on this planet, but I love you, and happy 75th. Big Bro Tim, we love you. Appreciate that. Now, my mom has lost both her siblings, okay? okay? But... You know, you guys know what it's like. I know it's like she has some friends in her life mm-hmm. that are just like siblings. And they got up this morning, and they're going to wish her happy birthday to Do your thing, man. All right. All right. Um, we got it at one? Yeah. Uh, Miss Peaches? Yeah. Hmm. Morning. Hello? Morning. Go ahead. Hello? Miss Peaches, you there? Hello, this is Peaches. Lynn, you are my ace, boon, coon, 
buddy, girl, nobody is as wonderful as you are. You're the dearest friend there is. Happy 75th. I couldn't rely on anybody else but you when I had nobody else. You are such a wonderful person. I love you. I love you. I love you. Happy 75th. Thank you, Ms. Peaches. All right. Mm-hmm. On Angie? I'm here. I'm here. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Um, you're making me cry, too. And your mom knows that I'm a crybaby. But, sis, I love you to the moon and back. You are my everything. And you know what I've been through. And we've both been through it. I'm so glad you're there. And I thank God so much for God putting you in my life because you're my, you're my everything. And there are no words to get to express how much I love you. And I just want to wish you happy birthday. And I just wish you would let us do something for you today. In fact, I want to bring you dinner, but Eric, you know how stubborn your mom is, but I'm, I don't care. I'm not going to listen to it, but I'm going to be there for you later. Love you. Love you. Love you. Now, I know you guys are wondering, like, Eric, why are you in Atlanta and not home for yeah, my mom's sake? So, so we will all be getting together next week. So um, not only is this the 75th birthday, but she's also later this week going into for a procedure. Okay. So okay. I know I can't make two trips. We all can't make two trips. So we're all coming home next week yeah. to celebrate her birthday and help her go through her procedure. But. Um, I'm not sure how she's going to feel this morning, yeah. but let's wish mom a 75th birthday because she is on here too. So, yeah. mom, good morning. morning. Happy 75th birthday from Eric, Sam, and Greg, and uh, all the listeners of 92.9 Game. I hope the listeners out there uh, are going to allow me to do this. I know this is in sports this morning. But, um, mom, happy birthday. How are you feeling this morning? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you got to speak, mom. Say something. She's, she's crying. Oh, really? Oh, See? man. You got, listen, I've already done this, Eric. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Sam, go ahead. I mean, Greg, go ahead. Well, I thought she was. She was she's saying something. Mom, are you there? I'm here. Happy 75th. We, I wish I could be there today, but, you know, I'll be there at the end of next week. So we can celebrate your birthday. And, you know, she's having a hip replacement, guys. It's nothing major. But uh, she's having a hip replacement. She's been in a lot of pain for a long time. And. They're finally like we've tried everything that we could try. Mm-hmm. It's got to be done, and uh, she's really nervous about it. So we're gonna go up there, celebrate her birthday, and then get her that bright early on a Monday morning. She'll yeah. go get hip surgery next week. All right, all right. All and right. that's Sam and Greg, mom. I know you talked. I've talked to you about them a long time. I've um, you remember these are the guys that I've promised some of your homemade crab cakes to. <laughs> I don't know if she'll be filled up to it this time when I go up, but she has promised me she will get it to you guys. One of my trips uh, well, up let, there. Let me give her this as we as we wrap things up. She's still on the line, right? Yes, she is. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And I'm glad he's an actor and not a singer. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm singing is real. Oh, have, have a wonderful and blessed day. Yes. Thank you all. Thank you very much. And, and Sam Greg, this is the last time I'm going to say I ever heard you, and you guys will love this. So she is retired. She worked 46 years as a government employee, mm-hmm. but she works part-time on the weekends, okay? And she works as a ticket usher at a small concert pavilion, and they have jazz there Whoa. all 
the time. And I'm talking about some really big Boney James, yeah. uh, Norman Brown. I got to um, get the schedule, man. Oh, I'll come man. Up she had, and she gets to meet the artists and take pictures with them and just hang out with them all the time. And that's where you catch my mom on a Friday and Sunday night. It's called the Rams Head Live on stage, small venue, okay. 300 seats. Okay. And she'll call me and she'll say, oh, this guy's coming, this guy's coming. And she'll take the pictures. It's a great, I go wherever I'm there. I was there. I've met Eric Benet there. I've met uh, Sinbad did a comedy show. It's, it's either comedy, jazz, and Greg. There's a lot of rock bands or cover rock bands that come in there all the time. And she'll call me and say, oh, it's rock tonight. Not really my thing, but it wasn't a bad show. But that's what she'll do. And um, I don't know. Uh, is there a show tonight, Mom? Yep, but I won't be there. Okay. All right. Well, this is your day. Yeah, enjoy it. Happy enjoy birthday. It. And uh, Miss Angie, take her something and take some pictures. And to Big Sister Kim, Big Bro Timothy, Aunt Peaches, and Aunt Angie, thank you for getting up this morning and joining us on uh, Eric's World in Sports Radio 929 The Game. There we go. There right. you go. Eric, yes? Why didn't you get Ronnie on the phone? Because I knew Ronnie would be sitting beside you. So. <laughs> <laughs> So so I can't I couldn't include this was a, this was a surprise I can't call Miss Ronnie when she's sitting beside you but we gotta go Mom but enjoy the rest of your morning yeah that's what you want your mother to do happy birthday to you and before you leave I don't care what you're saying she's not fussing at you oh oh that's what moms do that's what moms Absolutely. do all Absolutely. right guys that we gotta good, go man. appreciate get yourself, it get yourself a tissue and wipe them tears away you about the third person that's cried on this show I know that's right didn't I know, know that was coming right. man happy yeah, birthday. Man. To your mother. Coming yeah, up in the uh, top of the hour here, we are going to have a another special guest. Not as special as the last one, and I don't know when Jaron's birthday is, but Jaron Solomon, yep. Solomon Brothers Jewel, is going to join us, going to talk some sports with us, and some something that he was trying to achieve not too long ago in the world of sports. It, it got me you know, interested in what's going on here, and I also saw a segment. So Jay, he's going to join us. Also going to talk to Dustin Long. Um, NASCAR is up in Indiana. Indianapolis Speedway, mm-hmm. the road course. They got open wheels. They got NASCAR up there too. And a woman who has made the transition from this business, meaning media, radio, and television, into the film industry and quite successful at it. And she's going to join us as we kind of put casting call on the back burner during the strike, but we're going to talk to people connected with the industry. That is all coming up. It is Sam and Greg on this special Sunday morning. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.